Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. My name is John Bishop with John Bishop Fine Art, and this is Art Life, the podcast. Welcome back. Listen, I hope you guys are having a great week. We are. We just got back this week from Austin, where we went and uh, spent two or three days creating our goals and objectives for 2023. Now, we do this every year. We take some time, we go away, away from the studio, away from home, away from distractions and, and all the kind of day-to-day -day things that could get in the way uh, and keep us from focusing. And we spend some time creating our goals and objectives for the year. In the past, we've, we've gone to Mexico, we've gone to the beach. This year, we tried to save a little money. We went to Austin, Texas, and it was a lovely trip. Uh, we spent some time there. We were able to... Um, to go to an art installation and, and do some things around town to, to kind of uh, make it an enjoyable trip and, and relaxing. But we really did work hard. And the reason I think it was harder this year than prior years is because we've added some components to the business. Uh, this year we opened up a new business in Romania. So we have our, our main company, Berberusa Productions, and our two satellites, our two kind of DBAs, uh, John Bishop Fine Art and Bogdan Photo Art, and that's our, our business here in the United States. We have created a second business in Romania called Buberusa Productions SRL. It's a limited liability company in, in Romania. And the reason we did that largely was because it offers me some capability as a business owner to spend more time in Romania for visa purposes and uh, gives me a little more cloud. I can buy property, things like that. I probably could do that anyway. But the point is we have done that. And the third thing we have done is to create a nonprofit a corporation. And we just got word this last week that that nonprofit has been approved, gone through, so that corporation has been established so we can now have our board meeting, uh, certify our bylaws, create a, a bank account, etc. And most importantly, we can start doing the paperwork necessary to create that tax-free status that nonprofits are eligible for through 501c3. And that would mean, once approved, we would be able to become a tax-deductible contribution uh, for anyone who wants to give us money. And we also then don't pay taxes. There are also all kinds of other benefits. We're actually, as a 501c3, we would be eligible for a lot more grant money uh, than we would if we were just a nonprofit that didn't have that kind of uh, tax-free status. So uh, that opens up lots of doors for us, uh, but it's also a tremendous amount of work. So incorporating into our regular uh, goals and objectives are these, these layers of adding this new business uh, component. Uh, now the whole purpose of the nonprofit organization, the NGO or the, the nonprofit, is uh, and, and by the way, it is called uh, Ariparte, which is Romanian for art wing, art wings. And, uh, you know, Buberusa in Romanian is uh, ladybug. 
and ladybugs can fly and therefore uh, artists can take flight. That's the whole kind of thought behind it. Um, and Ariparte will kind of center around helping Romanian artists and highlighting the uh, Romanian fine art uh, to the world, as well as bringing money to and support for uh, Romanian artists, contemporary artists. And so we'll see where that goes. The real work now begins now that, that we have established the, the organization uh, and where we want to go with that and how we time that out and, and start to raise funds and, and to uh, start programming. Uh, so I'm excited about that. But, you know, as I say, it adds a whole new layer to, of complexity to our business and, and how we're planning for the future. The planning is so incredibly important. And uh, I know we've talked about goals and objectives before, but I just basically wanted to, to touch on the fact that what we're doing this year that is also slightly different is that we've, we've created pillars. We've, we've created these five areas, and I got this from, from a YouTube video or maybe it was a podcast uh, that I thought was really, really wise. And, uh, and I'm probably not going to get them all right from memory, but um, actually I have them here so I don't have to, I don't have to rely on my memory. Uh, but the five are, they're plans. And, and so the idea is that if we are able to create these plans, they will support our business uh, probably more generally even than a, than a goal would. And so the first one is production. And that is the goal surrounding uh, creating adequate amount of art that is sellable, not just for art's sake, uh, but uh, to create enough art. And that means that we're doing this on a schedule. We are preparing. You know, if we know we're going to go on to an art fair in April, are we working toward getting enough art for that art fair? Are we going to do a joint uh, exhibition? Um, are we working toward that goal of getting a, a, a body of work for that? If we know we're going to be doing other exhibitions, and, and are we doing that purposefully and, and uh, in an organized way? And the idea there is that we are planning to make sure that we have enough art, that it's appropriate art, so that when we have an, a, an opportunity to exhibit, we're not just putting out whatever's in the studio. Very often when we, when we do sign up for a juried show or something, we say, okay, what have we got? That seems to me to be the wrong way to, pro to proceed. Uh, so that's the first one, the production plan. The second one is a prospecting plan. In other words, how are we actively seeking out new collectors and, and, and potential collectors? Uh, and, and what are we doing to, to maintain that growth and, and that expansion? So that prospecting is incredibly important because, you know, I think largely we have been passive. We have a, a lovely studio at, at uh, Silver Street Studios in Houston, and we kind of open the door and, and hope that somebody will come through. We have a, a group of, of lovely collectors, and they bring us new folks, new friends, new uh, contacts that they provide. 
But you know, that's still pretty passive on our part. So we wanted to be saying, great, let's continue to do that because it's working, but let's see how we can expand that purposefully again. The third goal is the profit plan. Uh, how are we going to actually increase our, our, uh, our income, our profit uh, over the year? Uh, we, we need to do that uh, by raising prices, by getting better at creating lists of vendors, uh, all the things that go around actually increasing a, a plan for increasing our profit over the year. Uh, and that might be selling more, it might mean uh, saving more, probably both. The fourth one is a promotion plan, which is all about marketing. But it's really important to me to remember that marketing is a bigger term, that marketing also includes uh, public relations, so to getting things in, in the press, uh, as well as marketing in those kinds of, uh, of traditional sense of getting the word out. It also includes sales, and, and it's really important to me that we don't spend a lot of time and money and effort in creating these really, really complex marketing plans that don't lead to sales. If I'm not connecting those two things, I think I'm, I'm kind of failing in my responsibilities in the business. So yeah, we want to increase social, social engagement and we want to increase numbers of views and subscriptions and all of those things. And we want people to see our art, but we want that to also translate to sales and in a way that is purposeful. Uh, and the fifth one is productivity. And that one is separate from the production plan in the sense that what I want to make sure we're doing is I want to make sure that we're working as smart as we can. Uh, that may mean that we're getting better or less expensive supplies, that, we're, that we are uh, that we are in many ways carving out time for us to do um, bookkeeping and receipt keeping and things like that. That if we need supplies or if we need, if we need help, if we need expertise that we don't have, perhaps we can go out and get it and, and maybe that would be more productive uh, if we were able uh, to, to work smarter not just harder. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the whole thing around the productivity plan. And so, and I, I guess in addition to those five, we also have one around um, professional development, finding the answers to, that we don't have. What is it we need to learn in order to go forward in any of these areas or in any others? Uh, so that is really important to me that we keep learning and we give ourselves time uh, uh, and to do that in an organized way. Uh, and then finally, the, the last being to incorporate this whole thing with the nonprofit into to our other business models. So it's, it's an ambitious year, but uh, I feel good about it. I like the idea of, of structuring it less on these goals that were just like kind of wish list items. And, and now it seems much more structured and kind of based in sound business practices. Hopefully, we'll see how it goes. Uh, 
But one of the big undertakings that uh, I probably alluded to in the last uh, podcast was the fact that we are uh, we were undertaking a very very big deal um, solo exhibition for Bogdan uh, at, at Silver Street Studios. We're we're fortunate enough to be given opportunities to exhibit uh, solo shows in in a gallery space at the studio building. And Bogdan's month was January. So we were putting together this exhibition, and it was called Nature Remembered, uh, and it's actually up for the rest of the month, uh, though that's not much longer. And so that's a huge undertaking, right? You have the expense, the enormous expense, of having the work, of printing the work on really high-quality print jobs, uh, framing it professionally or adequately, you know, nice enough to to uh, to warrant the expense of the of the items to put together a show, to then market the heck out of that show, and that is everything from putting it in all the free calendars and trying to get press releases done, to um, to writing handwritten invitations, to calling people, to sending emails, to getting an actual crowd of people to show up for this event. And, um, and then once they are there, to have a, an adequate experience for them uh, when they show up. So, you know, making sure that the things like signage is there, that there's an adequate parking, uh, that when they come in, Someone's going to greet them and get them to the exhibition space. Uh, where are they going to? Uh, are they going to be able to get something to eat and drink? Are they going to uh, somehow be given some sort of, of brochure, catalog, something that they will be able to give guidance and meaning to the experience of the exhibition? And, uh, you know, then actually connecting with the artist, in this case Bogdan, uh, to, so that they're connecting the experience and the art to the person who made it and build that relationship. And then hopefully sales. Uh, and then, of course, after the fact, to do the follow-up marketing, the kind of writing of reviews and articles, the thank you notes that have to go out, and um, the kind of uh, gathering, have you gathered more emails so that your, your list has actually grown through the experience? And have you made the sales? Uh, have you paid for the event? And so we went through that whole process and it was enormous. At a time when sales were really, really down, we had a terrible Christmas. The last Q4 should have been a great time for us, but that fourth quarter just was awful. Uh, so when we were going in, we were spending a whole lot of money on this exhibition. And I think we spent a good, I don't know, eight to $10,000 just to put on this exhibition, which is absurd when you don't have that kind of money to spend. So we did. We spent all that money. We put it forward, hoping and hoping and hoping that we would get that money back. Uh, it was a lovely show. Now, first of all, the collection is great. It's called Nature Remembered. The whole premise is, a, is one of, of environmentalism, but not beating you over the head with a heavy-handed message. Uh, 
So Bogdan had created, you know how your grandmother, when it, anything that was important, little statues and things, uh, uh, little pictures for, from family vacations, little mementos, if they were important, they were put on a hand-woven doily. And my grandmother had them uh, around the house and, and up on shelves and on top of furniture. Well, of course, they did that in Romania as well. So what he did was he took these 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 little statues of of natural things, uh, wild animals and, and things like that, and he created photos of them on black backgrounds, and incorporated around them these doilies that are created out of natural elements that are somehow related to the animals. Uh, to the natural world around them. And so he created these remarkable images and, uh, and, and printed them really large. They're, they're, they're sizable pieces, which means they have to be quite expensive. They're also very, very short runs in editions. So I think there's an edition of maybe, I don't know if there's five or ten. I've forgotten what he's doing on them. So, you know, once they run out, it's over. He's not printing anymore, so there's some scarcity there, which jacks up the price. So we did. We, we were hoping for around 75 people to 100 people, uh, and we broadcast it. We put it in every free newsletter, uh, press releases. We sent out uh, a good hundred uh, print envelopes, uh, print invitations, Maybe it's a maybe it's a, an age thing, but in my generation, if you get something, an invitation, personal invitation in the mail, you tend to take a little more care with it. I know, for example, if I get something that is hand addressed, I will open it. Um, whereas most of my junk mail just goes directly into the bin unopened. So we did. We sent out a lot of those kinds of of. Uh, kind of invitations out. We uh, got a, a nice caterer. We got a bartender. We got uh, uh, one of our collectors was kind enough to donate some wine and some champagne. We had some other wine. Uh, it was a lovely, lovely evening. And uh, sure enough, they came. We had a big turnout. It was a lovely crowd, a lovely evening. And uh, come to find out, that evening, by the end of that evening, we had zero sales. And uh, we had also no pre-sales. So we were kind of panicked that, oh my God, we just lost a bunch of money we really don't have. And sure enough, that was uh, one week, the very first, the very next week, last Saturday, uh, a collector came in who was not able to make it to the reception and um, he bought one of the pieces. Uh, and then another gentleman who is actually kind of an art broker. Uh, he, he deals with uh, kind of getting artwork to people, uh, kind of interior design kinds of, of uh, brokerage. And he showed up and said, by the way, I have somebody who wants to buy four of them. So we sold five pieces in a week, uh, which pays for the show. Uh, that is remarkable. Uh, I'm hoping it's not over yet. Uh, there are 15 pieces in the collection, and we've sold a third of the collection within a week. 
So good news on that front, but I'm telling you, we were sweating bullets, uh, not really understanding. I mean, again, it seems so passive. You just put it all out there and just cross your fingers and, and hope you survive. Um, so that's what we've been up to this week. Uh, we were able to finish off the uh, exhibition and then try and take a bit of a breath afterwards by, by going on our goals and, uh, goals and objectives retreat. Uh, both were largely, largely successful. But again, now is the time when a lot of the work begins. We still have to finish off the exhibition. We still need to sell another 10 pieces, uh, large pieces of art uh, to, to close out that uh, series. And uh, we have to start really working on uh, completing objectives that will lead us to the completion of these goals by the end of the year. So a lot, a lot going on, but that's the way we like it. Would hate to be bored. I would really love it if you have uh, goals and objectives that, that you'd like to share. Uh, please contact me. Put things in the comments below. Contact me directly. You can reach me at uh, John Bishop Fine Art through the website, uh, johnbishopfineart.com or at info at John, Art, uh, John Bishop Fine Art uh, for email. And uh, realize, too, you know, we do this podcast uh, so it's an audio as well as a video podcast. We also create a weekly vlog. Uh, we do a, a weekly blog. Uh, and uh, we also have a weekly live show called Art Chat with John and Bogdan. And uh, so we're keeping really, really busy. We're kicked off the new year running. Uh, but so far, it's been a really, really good start to the new year. I hope you're having a... a equally good start to your new year, uh, please get in contact. I'd love to hear your comments, your suggestions. Uh, if you have uh, some of the things I've said sound really, really ghastly and you have experience to say, you know, John, look out for uh, I can save you some time and trouble. I'd love to hear that as well because uh, we're all in this together. Great. Have a wonderful week. I will talk to you again soon. Bye now.